You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. Jumbo Vector, let's go to here in Cape Town where Kirsten Boss, the National Botanical Garden, has been crowned best in Africa. Mzuri sana Elvis, exactly. The World Travel Luxury Award. These are obviously people who are looking for that fine experience or fine dining. The, the, but the story of, of the Kestenbosch Gardens, for anyone who has been there, is the biodiversity. It's just the variety that you find within the garden and how well it is curated and manicured. But if you, if you think about it, if you're up against places like Musanze, the gorilla, the, the mountain, the, the Zoranzori Mountains, you are up against Big Falls, you are up against all those places. It shows you just how much Cape Town is able to attract the, the rich of the world because this is a luxury award. So it's not like everybody and anyone who travels. It's, it's the world's best luxury award. But it's still a good thing because if we might have spoken about it a few weeks ago and how the, the cost of owning a luxury equipment property is, is among the highest in the world. And, and there you go. It's, it's, it's an important thing because there's no harm. Rwanda targets high-end tourists and that means Cape Town can also do its part if they target the world luxury. Maybe they already are because going to Cape Town sometimes exposes how expensive that city can be, Elvis. Yes, and then Kenya, Nairobi, named the world's best city to visit in 2024. Exactly the point that I'm making. This is about the U.S.-based agency called the Lonely Planet. It also does its own rankings of cities to visit. And I put these stories side by side just to demonstrate that travelers are not one monolithic group of of consumers. They are people who are who are just going for luxury destinations because they want to be in that exclusive environment. And then the, the, the Kenya story, the Nairobi story, is more about innovators, is about business travelers, is about a whole lot of people because it is ranked with cities like the Turkish capital. It is ranked with cities like the Kansas City in Missouri in the U.S. So it is not, this one is not about luxury. It's about travel in general, but it's more influenced by how attractive Kenya is to investors and to entrepreneurs. Else. And then finally, Dangote is a man post 15% increase in Pan-African volumes. <laughs> uh, yeah. It tells you the story of infrastructure in Africa, just how big it is and how long it is going to continue for. Dangote reached 8.5 million metric tons. It's, it's not a small volume by any long shot because this man is in places like Ethiopia, he's in places like Zambia, he's found in, in, in Zimbabwe, he's here in South Africa as what we call the Paco Cement. He, in Nigeria, he's just the giant of the giants because he he has one factory at one point that had that was producing more than all of South Africa's cement factory factories combined. So he just shows you 15 points so percent in the nine months growth. That that shows you that even in the post-COVID recovery period, cement is going to be part of the story because it goes into everything from road infrastructure to houses to residential to commercial. There you go. Dangote is still leading the pack. I thank you so much. That was Victor Homoshwana, the author of Africa is Open for Business. His latest book is Africa Bounces Back. Victor is also the executive director for marketing and communication at the University of Limpopo.
You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.